Welcome back, all you beautiful faces, to Daily with Daphne. Thank you for letting me take a hiatus on the memorial holiday. I had a great weekend in the Adirondacks, or a day in the Adirondacks. And then this past week, I wanted to remain silent just so everyone could speak their minds to what is going on in our community. But now I'm not going to remain so silent. Between the pandemic and the racial injustice, we're also being forced to confront moral and ethical differences with people we don't usually consider. And that adds a layer of complexity and depth. These are trying times for everyone in this entire country and the world. But with this platform, I feel like I would not continue to be true if I didn't reflect on what is happening. This is a magnificent and historic Black Lives Matter movement. Now, Do I think, could the violence have been out of hand because brutality is what we've come to know and accept sometimes? It has been so long since there's been a true powerhouse to lead and be a beacon of truth and influence for societal change. With illness, poverty, exponentially growing, in my mind, I can only picture the fury, hate, irritability, egocentrism, just the insanity of some individuals will only escalate. We need systemic change right now. Maternal mortality rates are affected. Housing, children's wellness, financing, and innovation are all affected by our current state of mind. I stand with every race in this country. I stand with every black woman and man. At first, I thought to myself the way that some individuals are going about protesting was wrong, but I am not one to tell them how to protest right now. And if I continued or if I kept thinking in that way, I believe that I would continue to be a part of the oppression. So I've done a lot of self-reflection and a lot of reading. I will never walk in the footsteps of a black female or man, but I am a female and I live in a patriarchal society and I am too under oppression. If a man tried to tell me how I should feel or confirms that it is right for me to feel angry or frustrated or cheated of any emotion, I would feel cheated of my emotions. I would be astonished and even angrier if a man tried to tell me how I should be protesting for women's rights. I would most definitely want to kick him in the nuts. This thought only allows me to empathize. I will never, ever feel the burden of racism. It is so hard for people to confront inequity and biases, but it's just what needs to happen. We can't be scared. We got to continue to educate ourselves. Pam, she shared a quote with me, and it was Mr. Rogers. It was, look for the helpers. Be the helper. Start the change. Continue the change, actually. I'm going to challenge all of you to send me a podcast, send me a documentary, a book, or... Um, an article. Sure, an article. So I mean, anything, just so you're looking and then I'm reading and I'm educating myself too. And I'm looking also. If there was ever a reason to stay home for non-essential activities so you can show up for the very most essential, this is it. Now it's time to bring a smile to your faces. I hope what I had to say earlier definitely brought a smile to your face and that you understood where I was coming from or just my thoughts because that would be cool. Last week, I discussed what other men have done, well, dong, <laughs> have done wrong on a first date. Now it's my turn. Number one, <laughs> don't forget that you have met your date at the bar before the actual date. 
The story behind number one really isn't that good. I wore my overalls to the date and I was extremely excited and bragged about how good I looked at my overalls and his response was, I know I've seen them before and I got really nervous because I thought I've never met this man in my life. Um, I thought it was just like a blind date our mutual friend set up. I was wrong. I've met him before at the bar in my overalls. <laughs> number two. Don't scare or scream your date shitless. <laughs> I like to go for a sunset chase, and it's exactly what it sounds. So I brought my date to a sunset chase, and we were walking back from the sunset chase, and it was pitch black through the woods. And I thought to myself how funny it would be to scare him right now. And I told myself not to do it because that would be really bad. But then I was being myself laughing so hard. <laughs> He laughed, just not as much as I did. Number three. Don't mention your therapist's opinion of the date. It's a wee bit frowned upon when your date starts it off saying, oh, what did you do earlier? And you said, oh, I had a therapy appointment. Actually, we talked about you a little bit. Yeah, she's really excited that I'm going on this date. Leaves them speechless, but not in the most positive way. <laughs> Number four. Don't fall asleep on the first date, even if it's justified. <laughs> the date was to cook at my apartment and then watch some stand-up comedy afterwards. But it was just a really, really long day at work. And apparently the stand-up comedy wasn't all that funny. So I can't say how weird it was to wake up with them gone and then reading a text that said, you fell asleep, period. There's no recovery. Number five, Daphne. Don't bring up exes. It goes both ways. It could lead to that really awkward comment. Doesn't sound like you're over your ex. Number six. Don't pick red wine. It leads to an induced rosacea. And then you keep pasting foundation on you so you don't appear that you have had too much. And next thing you know, you added an entire layer of skin. Number seven. Don't have a fuzzy memory. Have a sharp memory. It is very uncomfortable when you get their hometowns mixed up with this Saturday's date <laughs> with next Saturday's date. Number eight, don't feed your date unsolicited food. It makes them uncomfortable and they might choke. And if they're choking, they really won't be able to taste how good it is. <laughs> and you'll awkwardly have to feed them again. Number nine, um, don't attempt to educate your day about the menstrual cycle. How did this come up? I honestly don't know. But when they respond, oh, good. When you inform them, on average, it's six to eight teaspoons of blood that we lose. Walk away. Oh, good. What the freak does that even mean? Number 10, don't be late. Apparently it shows that they're not a priority. I am a boss bitch with a career, and you're a diva. And for the grand finale, number 11. My list also shouldn't be longer than the men's list, but it is. Number 11, don't talk about poop on a date. So I went on a first date with a guy that was very intimidating in a good way. Uh, he would like make you better in a sense and you would strive to keep bettering yourself as he did. And he brought up eating healthy on the date and I had mentioned smoothies 
because at the time I was working at a yoga studio, so we were on the topic and how I knew so many smoothie recipes from the yoga studio I was working at. And then it just kind of kept going and it escalated when I said that my mother told me or warned me that I would get diarrhea if I drank too many smoothies. You didn't see me again for literally an entire year. And right before our first kiss, he goes, you know you talked about pooping on our first date, right? (laughs) My response though, now you're talking about pooping. (laughs) And 11B, don't talk about not talking about pooping on a date because apparently it's the same thing. I went on a date with one of my friend's coworkers and I brought up not talking about pooping on a date and this funny story of the previous guy because I thought I would be lame, cute, dorky, clumsy, maybe a little endearing. <laughs> I don't know how shitting is endearing, but whatever. And so this uh, zero to two success rate, as you can tell with my zero to two success rate and almost 12 reasons of everything that I have done wrong on a first date, there's definitely more, by the way. These are the ones I just still laugh to, to this day. (laughs) Be yourself on a first date. As you can tell, I'm not good at dating. Is anyone really good at dating? But be yourself, and that leads me into this week's Moxie Mumble, Daphne's first date pro tip. (laughs) Laugh. Laugh at all their jokes, even the bad ones. Your date will love it, and laugh louder. If they beg you to stop laughing, laugh even harder. Be yourself, because when you're yourself, you will actually fall in love. If you're not, you'll fake it till you make it, but you won't ever really make it. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I will talk to you next Monday. And in the meantime, be sure to share all the information that I asked for with myself and with everyone else. And then also share the podcast, like, comment, and subscribe. Talk to you next Monday.